Is podcasting for you? Well, the simple answer is yes, but maybe not for the reasons that you think. In this episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast, I speak with Rob Greenlee. He is a longtime podcaster and happens to head up content at Spreaker.com, a podcast publishing platform. And we talk about the many reasons you might want to start a podcast that have nothing to do with podcasting or being a podcaster. (laughs) There are some tremendous business reasons for creating awareness, for building trust, for generating leads, and yes, converting leads. Check it out. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. This is John Jantz and my guest today is Rob Greenlee. He is currently the head of content at Spreaker.com, a podcast publishing platform. And of course, he is a podcaster in his own right. So guess what we're going to talk about today? Podcasting. So Rob, thanks for joining me. It's great to be here, John. Thanks for the invite. So podcasting is huge now <laughs> it, it kind of I, I always laugh it it was it came out right after blogging uh it was kind of hot and then social media just killed it you know because yeah. everybody got into that and now everybody mm-hmm. wants to be a podcaster what, what, what do you suppose is behind that i just think it's uh it's been a slow brewing pot of coffee that's uh, had a low burner um bo- uh, warming the the water if you heard of the concept of boiling frogs but i that's not quite the right analogy here but uh but it seems like that uh, that the industry's been slowly growing over the 12 years that it's been around and uh we just have hit some inflection points over the last couple of years with um content yeah that has really kind of pushed things into the into the well somewhat into the stratosphere, you know, as far as around content production and people's awareness of podcasting seems to be kind of uh, growing at a faster rate right now. Though I, I would say based on the numbers that I see, it's not like a hockey stick growth, right. um, but the growth in people's desire to listen to the content and uh, people's desire to create terrific podcast content is. Uh, really never been higher and so it's it's good times for podcasting yeah i think you're right i mean obviously everybody's saying content 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 so that means okay different forms of content if yep. you know if we're going to do that but i i also i i read a really i'm not going to get the statistics just right but a, a report on uh, the industry as a whole and and i want to say it was something like 25 percent of the people who you know said they listen to podcasts listen to eight hours a week uh and so some somebody sitting around with some headphones on mowing the (laughs) grass or something right yeah that's that's certainly um what we see in the data is that people that listen to radio typically listen to and they, they haven't gotten caught up into podcasting yet listen to a lot of radio but people that start to listen to podcasts start to listen to less and less radio yeah uh and they listen to more and more podcasts because you know what they get what they want with podcasts. Yeah. Radio, you kind of don't have a choice, really. You have a little bit of choice, but you typically are pretty passive in your your control of your listening experience. Where podcasts put you in the driver's seat, you know, you're you're driving your experience 
there's still a lot of people out there that aren't, aren't really comfortable driving their experiences yet, but yeah. um, but more and more, it's kind of a generational shift. So at, at Spreaker, uh, I mean, obviously, we'll talk a little about the platform itself, but you know, one of the things it does is it exposes you to lots of podcasts and lots of types of podcasts, yeah. I'm guessing. So yeah. talk a little bit about how you have seen, and obviously, you can use your own um, experience as well, but how you've seen people using podcasts, not you know, not just as a podcaster to build a radio show and an audience, but just in ways that maybe enhance their business in general. Yeah, I'd say that the, I mean, one of the foundations of this medium and really where it started in a lot of ways um, is around people building credibility for their careers right. and people having expertise that they that they bring to a podcast program that adds value to other people's lives and their careers. And, and uh, you can People have started to build businesses around and based on their podcasts. Uh, so there's a lot of ways that podcasting um, can be a benefit. Um, you know, a lot of people are focusing on monetization. Well, monetization can happen in a variety of ways. It can happen uh, through helping you grow your consulting business or your your uh, speaking um, tours that you do to get get paid for speaking, or it can you know to sell a book. Or to do uh, lots of different things that you might want to do in your career, maybe even just building your credibility as a as a marketing expert or as a, uh, a search engine um, optimization expert or whatever, and sharing your knowledge and proving to people that uh, you can bring value to them. And I think that's the big big value that I think a lot of people can get from podcasts. Well, and, and something that I've been preaching for a long time, I, I kind of jokingly say that, you know, when I started my podcast, I, you know, I didn't care how many listeners I had. It was a, it was a sort of a way for me to get to talk to people I wanted to talk to. Yeah, you know, exactly. I, I, That's true. My, my first book was, was, you know, had cover blurbs by Guy Kawasaki and Seth Godin and, you know, people that had, I sent them an email and said, Hey, I'd like to pick your brain for 20 minutes. You know, I, I wouldn't have gotten much of a reply, but when I sent them an interview that said, Hey, I want to interview, I'm sorry, I sent them an email said, I want to interview you for 20 minutes about your new book. All of a sudden we're on the phone talking to each other. And, and that led to a relationship. Yeah, it creates a win-win situation exactly. between both sides. I yeah. mean, the the host of the podcast gets uh, a terrific guest, and the the guest gets some additional exposure for his career or his um, business or something like that. There's a there's a value exchanger that makes sense to a lot of people. Though back in the early days when I first started doing this, I was doing it on the radio, and you can probably associate with this because I know you've done that too. Um, that that a lot of people um, needed to know that you were on the radio. Um, this was back in the early days of podcasting because there was a perception of value with the radio side. Yeah. Um, but now I, I would say that things have somewhat flipped on that. I think people perceive greater value in um, getting on podcasts than they do on radio these days. I don't know if you would agree or not. Well, I, you know, you look at a lot of podcasts out there. They, they probably have more listeners than your kind of small AM, <laughs> yeah. you know, morning drive radio uh, quite yeah, frankly, that's any, true. A, anymore. And I think the other thing that's really – I mean, when you start seeing um, basically content – you know, entire books and serials of content being produced that are extremely popular. And you start seeing NPR um, moving probably as much content now through the podcast channel as as they do in, you know, some of the markets that they're in. You know, all of a sudden, it really legitimizes the idea of podcasting really being, you know, every bit 
you know, as potent as radio, but maybe a c- clearly more democratized. Yeah, it's really turned in. It well, let me back up. It's really turned radio into an on-demand medium, is what it has, and and that's that's the big transition that we're going through right now. You look at what happened to music and TV and movies. Um, podcasts were a little slow to 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 pick that trend up, but uh, I think, like you were saying earlier, we are definitely in a in a curve now where it's uh, it's podcasting's time, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, and and so let's talk let's talk about it inside the marketing mix uh, because I think a lot of again there are lots of examples of people that have started podcast businesses that that's you know they want to build a readership they want to get downloads they want to get sponsors you know affiliate deals all that uh, but I think there's a, a really strong um, reason to consider it part of the marketing mix for a business where, you know, maybe you have no intent to get lots of listeners or sponsors, but it is a great way for you to get, create awareness, to build trust, <laughs> to become known, maybe mm-hmm. to even get access to, say, the most important thinkers in your, you know, in your community. Um, so uh, what's your feeling on some of the most effective ways to kind of build it into the marketing mix? Well, yeah, I think you need to really think about it as part of your content marketing uh, mix, too. I think a lot of companies uh, use videos and use, um, you know, for like training or for giving demos of what they do. But podcasting is a, like an extra dimension, right? It's, it's a way to provide some level of maybe some customer support to your customer base. If you happen to have a base of customers that you're trying to appeal to, it can also help educate your customers about um, the unique aspects of your perspective uh, in a particular um, marketing area or or business um, to drive a perceived and actual uh, level of uh, value. Um, and then making those personal connections, which is kind of like if you think about podcasting as a sales relationship, I think you can really make a strong case for it that um, you're building relationships uh, a lot of sales today is relationship-based. Uh, you can't just uh, make something and and sell it these days. You have to actually build a relationship, build trust, and build uh, contacts. And, and podcasts enable you to do all those things um, as long as you can target and reach the audience that you're trying to reach with your business through your podcast. Then it's a win-win across the, all of your your kind of more tactical strategies to grow your business. And I, and I think that that and video of course does a great job with this, but somebody hears your voice and they get familiar with it. I can't tell you how many times people have come up to me at conferences and said, I knew that was you. I heard, you know, I heard your voice and I, it's in my head all the time, you know, and it's like, there's already that relationship uh, built. I had somebody uh, hire me to, to do a, for next next February for an, for an event to speak in an event. And they said, you know, I've been listening to your podcast for years. So I don't, you know, I don't necessarily look at it as I'm going to sell stuff from my podcast, yeah. but I guarantee you I could, I, it has been responsible for, you know, over the course of my career, millions of dollars worth of business. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it creates that personal relationship that you need, uh, people like to buy things from people. They don't like to buy. They don't like to buy things necessarily from companies. They like right. to buy things from people, and especially people that they trust. Yeah. And podcast is a great way to do that. Now you're not going to reach all your customers through your podcast, 
Um, but but if you're consistent about it and you're you're making sure that it's included as an option in maybe your marketing materials and in your communications with your customer base, you can you can more and more get those people into the mix of listening to your program if they have a real um, strong value reason to do so uh, and and build a deeper customer relationship with that customer. Yeah. And especially if you have a, a, a way for them to communicate with you via email or leaving a voicemail message for you or with a question or a comment about your what you're talking about in your podcast, it's it's terrific. Yeah, and I think you make a great point. I mean, sometimes people think, well, I, you know, I've got this and that. I don't need to add another way for people to, you know, find out about me. But, you know, I, I learned a great lesson about podcasting, really, or, or just the fact that people like to listen or people like to consume content the way they like to consume content. Uh, you know, every time one of my new books would come out, for whatever reason, the audio book was always a couple weeks later. And I would get emails from people saying, hey, when's the audio book coming out? Because that's the only way I'm going to, you know, I'm going to, it's the only way I'm going to read this book. And I think that that's podcasting really is a lot that way too, that there are some people that that's the only way you're going to reach them. Yeah. And people spend a lot of time in their cars, you know, traffic jams are bigger than ever these days. And, and it's a way for them to, to be more efficient with their time too. Um, listening while you're doing something else. There's a lot of listening opportunities that people have with audio, uh, more so than they do with video and even with the written word. Um, so, you know, you really takes concentration. It's both written and uh, video is a very visual medium. Well, you can do other things while you're listening. Yeah. Yeah. I think the portability of, of a podcast or of audio content, uh, is really one of the things that's made it so strong. Um, all right. So let's, uh, we've been hammering home this. I think we've made, made the point of why you should be podcasting. Uh, let's, let's talk a little bit about from your experience, uh, some of the ways to do it right. Because okay. it's not you know simply a matter of just rambling on for a while into a microphone. Um, it's not terribly complicated either, but I think there are ways to do it right. Would you agree? Yeah, I think that, that there's some core concepts and principles you know around formats and frequency and and uh, how you present your program. Uh, I, I think is important and and format is a very important one. I, I think it gets back to a lot of um, issues that you need to decide. Uh, around you as a content creator and your capabilities and also just your ability to to sustain a podcast over the long term because doing a podcast is what I like to call is it's more of a marathon run it's not a sprint so some people like to think of podcasting as a sprint you know which is basically an analogy towards these seasons and you know like the cereal that kind of stuff but most podcasts are like marathon runs you do it every week for like 500 episodes kind of like what you've done and and that's that's what it's all about that's how you build long-term relationships with your listeners uh it's not creating a season of 12 episodes and then dropping out for two months uh that's not the best way to do it yeah and i i I think that obviously there's some equipment involved there's you know some some uh you know a technology like spreaker or libsyn or you know your hosting Mm -hmm. or maybe something to do with your wordpress plugins. So you kind of have to get that all set up. But then I think it comes down to actually creating sort of a process or a routine. At least that's what made kind of mm-hmm. made mine work where it, where it was just part of a process and not necessarily a chore that I went, oh, crap, I have to do that again this week. <laughs> <laughs> that is the danger. And a lot of people fall into that trap and pod fade. It's the term that they use to describe that. Yeah. Where you start out because you weren't really prepared or you didn't right. really figure out 
all of the details about how you were going to sustain this podcast. And a lot of people just run out of things to talk about after about seven or eight episodes. So I think you need to really think about how you can sustain this podcast. What's your content creation process? Uh, is your topic too narrow? Um, what are your goals and objectives? I would say, I mean, yeah. it, you don't have to be that defined about it, but at least get a, get it in your mind of how you're going to be able to fit this into your life uh, over the long term, because doing it in the short term isn't going to bring you the, the, the results that you probably would like to have. Yeah, I think I, I, I think that you, the, the key word there was objectives, you know, because a lot of times what I see people doing is just trying to say, oh, well, I'll throw out a name. John Lee Dumas is, uh, you know, entrepreneurs on fire. The, yeah. You know, he's got a podcast. He's podcasting every day. And, uh, you know, so I guess that's what I need to do. And again, John's objectives might be terribly, terribly different than, say, a mm -hmm. lawyer who wants to become known for a certain thing in their town. Uh, but yeah. they, the, the, the podcasting route, I think, can be, you know, equally beneficial. Yeah, and he has uh, the the you know that lawyer you're talking about has customers that he has to right. um, work for, right? John Lee Dumas is doing uh, his podcast is really a full time thing, yeah. so he does some podcast consulting on the side. But um, it depends on what your goals are. I mean, if your goal is to build a business, you still need to have time to work your business, yeah. not just create a podcast. Well, and that and that's what I tell people about every kind of platform. If you're looking at something and thinking, "Gosh, everybody's podcasting," should I do it? I always tell people, if you can find a way to use this to better serve your customers, then it's a no brainer. Um, yeah. And I think that that's, you know, that's how you need to start from an objective standpoint. So we talked a little bit about format and consistency, and, and obviously those are pieces that are going to probably align with your objectives. Talk a little bit about, you know, what's, what's a, what's a, your basic setup? If you were going to, somebody came to you and said, uh, Rob, send me, you know, a box with the stuff in it that I need to podcast, you know, what would be in that box? Well, I think that the big thing that uh, you need to really think about um, is, is, I mean, obviously, how are you going to record um, th this podcast? Uh, I mean, how much money are you willing to spend in, in equipment? Uh, you can get started for really inexpensive. I mean, there's free software out there. Spreaker's got free software that allows you to record, uh, bring in Skype calls, um, all kind of stuff. And it's uh, available for on, on Windows, Mac, and Android and iOS, and so uh, just go out and get a fairly inexpensive microphone, a, a USB microphone. A great microphone is the the Audio Technica ATR2100. Uh, it's like eight, 79, 80 bucks. Plugs right into your computer, um, and and you're good to go. I mean, mm -hmm. it's it's really as simple as that. Um, you really don't need a whole lot of equipment to to do this. And I would get started very inexpensively because. You may find that uh, this isn't for you and that it's not going to work out. You don't have time in your life, but um, start out modest. Um, but that would be a terrific place to, to start. It's going to have good audio quality, um, and that's that, that's a big um, big boost for you if you can keep your costs down. You can always get a more powerful or better microphone or a high-end mixer and a, you know, and a sound compressor if you want in the future if you're finding this to be a successful thing for you. Um, but that would be that would be the next big thing that I would focus on. Yeah, and I I, I would qualify for maybe mid range myself. I, I am on an AT twenty thirty five, but I do run it through a two channel mixer. Um, so you know that I've probably got a 
I've probably got $300 maybe wrapped up in that. And, and it, it does take it up a notch. Uh, but it's, uh, it's not required. Uh, but I, so I totally agree with you. I mean, there are a lot of people that are running directly into digital recorders as well. And, yeah. um, you know, there's, uh, there's, as you said, there's so many easy ways uh, to get started. I would say the investment you should make maybe is in the microphone just because the, uh, you know, you're talking about an audio program the audio ought to sound good <laughs> yeah no i agree though it is possible to to record a good audio program on your ipad or on your iphone uh just just get a um a good quality microphone that yeah. plugs into it that's right um and and you can use that as your recorder as well so that you know I mean, you may have mostly what you need in your pocket yeah. right now yeah it's pretty amazing that darn iphone just keeps getting better and better yeah. Um, so tell us a little bit about, give us the, the kind of the high level of Spreaker, what it is and what it does. Okay. Spreaker is primarily an audio distribution and recording platform. Uh, we basically provide all of the software that you would need to, to uh, broadcast or stream a live um, audio show, um, all the tools that you need for that, and then also to record it and publish it as a podcast. So you basically can do a live audio show and have that live audio show become a podcast automatically in your, uh, in your feed that appears in like iTunes. Uh, so we have listening apps as well. So you can get a custom listening app for your, for your podcast, but uh, Spreaker also has their own listening apps that are comparable in capability to like a Stitcher or whatever. They're, they're high-end um, um, playlists, curated lists, um, have complete, mostly complete catalog of content. Um, so, but the big thing is podcasting is the focus of Spreaker. We're trying to create a terrific on-demand audio experience. So you can even, uh, get, uh, uh, web embeddable players and put them into your website. So you can be in full control of, of how you publish your, your audio program on the platform, not unlike a Lipson or a Blueberry or any of these. But I think the big difference with Spreaker is we provide you free audio recording and live streaming software. Um, and then also just the live capability. If you want to have a live program, uh, there's really only a couple places to go. So in, in Spreaker is one of those places. Um, and we do a terrific job of supporting all of the common characteristics and features of a uh, of a terrific podcast hosting platform like a like a Lipson. We, we have very comparable type of capabilities like auto sharing to YouTube and and um, and Facebook and Twitter and all of your typical you know like Sonos and iHeartRadio and all this kind of stuff. So you want to get your show out to all those plus obviously iTunes and Stitcher and those those kind of places as well. So, so tell me a little bit about uh, the live broadcast. Are you finding that to be uh, – it's probably popular because it's unique, but are you finding that to be a good way for people to distribute? Yeah, I think depending on the kind of program that you want to have, um, and I think that this gets back to your goals as a content producer, yeah. uh, some people like to produce a live program because it enables audience engagement and connection with your program. Um, there's shows on the platform that are just live streaming shows. Um, some of them don't even put their shows out as podcasts. So, I mean, that's the spectrum that's on the Spreaker platform. And then we have other programs that are just podcasts that mostly get downloads. Uh, but then there's a lot of programs that just get a huge amount of plays. Um, and their audience comes in and engages with them and, and 
posts a large amounts of comment and the community is talking with each other on the platform while the show's going on. Uh, so it, it kind of depends on what kind of show you want to produce. Spreaker gives you all of the tools to create whatever show that you're looking for. So I, before you pick a podcast hosting platform, I would look at the kind of show you want to produce and then go find the platform that basically gives you the capabilities that you want to do to produce the, the show that you want to make. Because every platform is a little different in what they focus on and what their qualities are. And and um, and Spreaker is a terrific option if you want to go and have all of these options available to you uh, in an easy uh, way that can also enable mobile recording too. So our apps also work with iPhone and Android, so you can you can mobile record, live stream off your iPhone or your Android device, um, as well as your Mac and, and uh, Windows computer. So, so not asking you to disparage one or another, but how how would how would you say Spreaker compares to say like Blog Talk Radio? Well, I think we're very similar. Yeah, okay. uh, the platform is is has similar capabilities. Um, Blog Talk has uh, has podcasting abilities, has monetization abilities. Um, I think that the big difference is that Spreaker really focuses on audio quality. Mm. Um, not that Blog Talk um, hasn't or doesn't today, but they do have a reputation for for having a little less um, audio quality because they early on turned on the ability for people to create programs off of cell phones. Yeah. So you would call a landline. Uh, you know, essentially, or a cell phone call, and a lot of content producers were producing audio over their their cell phones, and we all know how bad the audio quality is on cell phone calls these days. Um, so that was an issue for them that gave them a little bit of a bad reputation. Um, we d- we didn't give that loaded gun to content producers. We really stuck to our guns around enabling high quality production. Uh, the only time we take outside callers into our system is through Skype, which typically can produce pretty good audio quality. And all of our shows um, stream and encode at 128K. Mm-hmm. So the audio quality is really, um, really important to us. Great. Um, tell, tell us where, obviously, Spreaker, although I imagine you have to spell it frequently, <laughs> .com. Uh, but then yeah. also a little bit more about how people can uh, check out what you're up to. Yeah, so Spreaker is at uh, Spreaker with an R, so it's like speaker, but we add a little R in there because we want to be a, a listening as well as a, um, a a speaking platform or a or a publishing platform. So um, I can I, I can be found um, at robgreenlee.com. I also have a live show that I do for Spreaker, not unlike what we've been talking about, called the Spreaker Live Show. And it's basically a show doing exactly what we've been talking about here that basically supports the content creation community that uses Spreaker to offer tips and advice and, and help and also a resource for questions and, and answers from our, our creators out there. So we, we tell people about new features and capabilities of the platform, and that's at SpreakerLiveShow.com. And I also do another um, live show every week called the New Media Show. It's at NewMediaShow.com, and I do that with the CEO of uh, Raw Voice Blueberry, mm-hmm. so that actually runs the PowerPress plugin for WordPress. So Todd, Todd Cochran and I do, do that show together. We've been doing it together for many years. Um, talking about the podcasting space, and the industry, and what's happening in the medium. Uh, we do that every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. 
um, at uh, newmediashow.com. You know, I applaud you because, you know, the reason I got out of radio is because they wanted me there at the same time every week. And frankly, I, you know, I love doing like three shows and then <laughs> sending it off to editing and they run it when they run it, you know. But, yeah. but, but the live, you know, like you said, there's, you know, I do live webinars and other events and there is something about that where you can get questions answered live and whatnot that, that people do still want to tune into. So I, I applaud you. So, Rob, thanks thanks for joining us today and uh, chatting about podcasting. And hopefully uh, next time I'm in the Northwest, uh, maybe, uh, maybe I can drop in and be on your show. Yeah, well, we, we can always do something over Skype, right? <laughs> That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, John. Well, thank you so much for having me on your program. And uh, good luck with your podcast, too. Thank you. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. I wonder if you could do me a favor. Could you leave an honest review on iTunes? Your ratings and reviews really help, and I promise I read each and every one. Thanks.